You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. everybody welcome into another exciting episode of the filthy fantasy football show safe space for you foul mouth fantasy players out there we're a little lighter in the pants this week not quite a full dick friday but as always it's your boys king josh josh the king and the fantasy fish how's it going oh it's going it is going we got a lot of a lot of weird news just news all day today my phone was fucking blowing up with news. yeah i had so many notifications and it, it really We'll touch on the news and everything here in a minute, but it really fucking sucks that all this is happening on the fantasy playoffs. Like, I wish everything was a fucking disaster at the beginning of the season. Yeah. And it's figured out in the playoffs, but nope. But that's fantasy for you, you know? It's It just it sucks because, like, like, there's one of the games I'm in in the playoffs, it's like half my team's on COVID herpes now. So it's like, the fuck? And then there's no one to pick up. So it's... Yeah, and... And like I have the same thing too. Like I have, I don't have like half my team, my team in the playoff, but I have like a good number of people across my leagues where people are on the COVID list. The game got delayed, but you still don't know if the person's going to play. Mm-hmm. But if they do, it's your best option. But there's no pivot because it's fuck a Tuesday game. You know, yeah, it, just... it just it makes it tough. But but you know you have to roll with the punches. So fantasy football is a cruel mistress, as we always say. And then, like, last night, you know, the Charger game. We could have recorded a show last night, but I'm a big Charger fan, and that game was very frustrating and fun at the same time. It was. It just sucks because in our main league, I'm facing Patrick Mahomes, and he didn't do jack shit until, like, the end of the game. And I was like, God damn it. And then this guy, you know, with he had Eckler, Hill, and Mahomes, and he got 70 goddamn points by just three players. And I was like, well... There, there it goes. <laughs> Signing off of this one. The other thing, too, was like all those players, like at halftime, you were like, oh, I got a pretty good shot at this. You know, like Echo yeah. wasn't getting used a lot. Yeah. Like, I was, I was like, wasn't doing much. In the back of my head, and I knew because the, the fantasy gods are a vengeful, spiteful bitch. And I was just thinking in the back of my head, I was like, I actually might be able to pull this one off this week with some crazy upset because because Mahomes sucks this week. And. I I just might be able to do it, but no, no. I uh, Travis Kelsey. Well, you, it makes it tough, but to be fair, there's always a chance that somehow or another your team, which I know the regular season hasn't been great, <laughs> but there's always a chance the shot in the dark that you happen to have the three players that blow up equally. You yeah. know, it's, I mean, it's you not, never. It's not likely, but you never know. I somehow ended the year seven and seven. At, with the seventh seed, and my team was terrible. I had the lowest point total in the entire league, but I just... Well, and in, and in uh, one of our dynasty leagues that we're in together with Director Ross, I was playing a championship game last year against Director Ross, and I was up by, like, 30 points-ish around there. I think even maybe even more, maybe, like, 35-40. And fucking Devontae Adams... Had like yeah. three touchdowns, 190 yards or something like that, and I lost. And I was like, th- no, even though knowing Devontae Adams is a good player, it's still like, oh, th- 
I got a pretty good shot at this. You know, like a good game from Devontae Adams, typically like 25, 30 points. 40-point game is unheard of. That's what Kelsey had this week too, you know? Yeah, but I think you Devontae Adams to me in our main league last year. In the, I did. In the it was a double-edged sword, right? Like I, yeah. I won ours because of that in our home league, and then I lost that that one. Granted that the home league one was a lot more money, so it was, I'm happier for that, you know? Yes. But it was, it was still kind of a bummer. I wanted to win both. Yeah, you'd be the champ champ. The coveted champ champ title. But Yes. All right, well, let's just go ahead and dive into some of this news. Um, we'll get into some of the game stuff coming up, but DeAndre Hopkins is going to miss the regular season. He could be back for the playoffs, which very unfortunate. Uh, Dolphins plays Jalen Waddle on the COVID herpes list. But... Dude, like half of Miami's on the COVID herpes list. Fucking crazy. Uh, Lamar Jackson is officially a game time decision in their game. So definitely monitor that. Um, oh, geez, right here. Okay. So as of right now, there's 21 players on the COVID herpes list from the Washington football team, which is fucking well, Taylor Heineke got it's the COVID crazy. herpes. The Browns Dude, it, have like a bunch of players too on they, it. They had like twenty three or something like that that I read somewhere. Um, T.J. Hawkinson tied in for the Detroit Lions. He's going under uh, thumb surgery, so he's going to be out the rest of the season. So that's unfortunate for him. Uh, Tony Pollard, he actually practiced t- uh, today, so he's leaning towards playing this week, despite having the glass foot. Um, Let's see. David Njoku, he's back. So goodbye, Austin Hooper. Uh, James Conner and Chase Edmonds returned to practice for the Arizona Cardinals. So there's a chance that they both play. Uh, keep an eye on that. Um, I have a lot of repeats here. Okay, anyway, Tyler Lockett and Alex Collins, both on the COVID herpes list for the Seattle Seahawks. The Browns had to sign quarterback Nick Mullins to their active roster because Baker Mayfield has the COVID herpes. Uh, Darren Waller tight end for the Las Vegas Raiders. He's been ruled out for Saturday's game, although they might be playing on Tuesday now. This is one of those things I'm talking about. Like this Tuesday make it so he could play. Yeah. But like, can you, can you run that risk? Cause your only option if you run that risk is Foster Moreau. Yeah, but there's yeah, there's yeah, like yeah. a ninety nine percent chance of Foster Moreau's not rostered in that league. This is but. true, but it's also like a ninety nine percent chance that it's just you. Here's the thing: if Waller plays, you'd want to play him. Yes. If he doesn't play, you would rather pivot to somebody else that's playing on yeah. Sunday than Foster yeah. Moreau. So you, and it's the playoffs. If it was regular season, it'd be like okay, whatever. I could take the risk on Foster Moreau, maybe lose a game. But look, there, there's no. You can't lose games anymore. You're done. Yeah, but you know, and fan, I'd you know instead of Foster Moreau, I'd rather pivot to like a Ricky Seals, Jones, Austin Hooper, David and Joku. Um, fuck, just about just about any other tight end in the league. But uh, let's see. Oh, so right when he got activated to the main roster, Jared Dokes, running back for the Miami Dolphins, has been added to the COVID herpes list. So that was very short lived. Oh, did he really? Yeah, but that sucks. We just told people like, "Hey, this might be the guy." Nope. Wrong. Yeah, so don't don't pick him up. <laughs> but there's a chance that Miles Gaskin and Ahmed, I think, they're both scheduled to be released from the COVID herpes list. This one I did like. 
So Urban Meyer, finally, they listened to our podcast. They fired him down in Jacksonville. He didn't even make it one full calendar year, which is uh, amazing. But uh, Darren Bevel, Daryl Bevel, I don't know, whatever Bevel, the offensive coordinator for the Jacksonville Jaguars, he made out a statement saying that James Robinson is our starting running back and he will be played as such. And Carlos Hyde is in the concussion protocol. So James Robinson to the moon. Yeah, it's funny because we finished our podcast on Tuesday concerned about James Robinson. And mm-hmm. literally five minutes after we stopped recording, Urban Meyer fired. And I text yeah. you guys, James Robinson to the moon. Uh, yep. I have a good feeling about James Robinson. I have a good feeling that this was really an Urban Meyer catastrophe and he doesn't know it. I think he, the thing is he – there's co- the coaches that can transition from college to the pros, like Pete Carroll did – they have to know that it's a different game. Like in college, the big thing about college is you could recruit all the best players and you play all these shitty teams, and then you have like a couple tough games here and there. Yeah. In pros, everybody's a good player. You don't get to recruit. You have a salary cap. You know what I mean? It's different game. And also, the offensive systems and defensive systems that are used are different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, kind of like how we were just talking about Nick Mullins. So. Baker Mayfield was added to the COVID herpes list, and then backup Case Keenum tested positive for COVID. So that's why they had to sign Nick Mullins off uh, the streets. So that's uh, kind of fun. Uh, as I said earlier, Taylor Heineke, he tested positive for the COVID herpes list. So they signed a quarterback by the name of Garrett Gilbert, who could potentially be starting for them on Sunday. So I guess go Eagles defense. Should be ready. Good for yeah, that. This week. is going to be a weird one, man. It's. I'm telling you, man. You you ain't lying. Yeah, here it is. So Miles Gaskin and Salvin Ahmed were at the Miami Dolphins practice today. So that looks like they could be a go for Sunday. They certainly should be right. If it's COVID, they wouldn't even be allowed. So they've probably tested negative enough to be back. Yeah, I, I think I read somewhere that. Either Ahmed or Gaskin. One of them had two negative tests in a row. They were a close contact thing. So, Although it's funny, um, because of all the positive and false positives and stuff, the NFL actually changed their COVID policy midseason because I think they realized they fucked up. So, uh, Manny Sanders, wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills. He's been ruled out for Sunday. So, hey, Gabe Davis, Gabe Davis again for you there, Fish. Um, Adam Thielen. He did not practice today, so there's a chance that he's going to be out. But he's got that high ankle sprain, man. I, don't, I, I and Miami or Minnesota's on the verge of being a playoff contender, so I think there's a chance they kind of just shut him down for another. Just make sure he gets right because they're still winning football games. So why are you, you know, don't rush him back? Yeah, and KJ Osborne filled in well enough, so. Yeah, he looks there, good. There you go. He actually might be out there in your league. If Thielen's out, that's not a bad pickup. Yeah. If you have a player like a Waddle, if you're like playing Waddle and you don't have any depth in wide receiver on your bench and you're in the playoffs and you're like, oh, shit, now what? KG Osborne might be out there. You know, he fell well, pretty say, well. With the, with the Waddle news that he's out, I really like Mike Gusecki this week. Cause no, certainly. I do, too. Because I think I think Waddles what affected Gasecki a lot, and now that Waddles out, 
you know, I, I expect Tua to be looking uh, Gasecki's way a little bit. Yeah, more. I'm going to fade Tua a little bit, too. A lot of people said he would be like a streaming option. Um, I know they're playing the Jets, but if Gaskin's back, they could pound the rock there. and They they might just try to, you know, run run the ball, kill the clock, play good defense. Right, and Gasecki probably has good value as a receiving option, but as you've said in the past, you can have somebody who does a good receiving option, but the quarterback doesn't really have a good fantasy game, you know, because mm-hmm. the point the points are scored differently. So, well, especially for tight end, like if if I could get fifty yards and a touchdown, I'm thrilled, you know, from the tight end position. So, um, which could you know, which could be, and then you know, we're we're our home league's a half PPR, so you know, if Gasecki goes. Seven for fifty and a touchdown, like that's a great fantasy day. So, which could easily Absolutely. happen, especially with no Waddle. Yeah. So, uh, Jalen Hurts, quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles, returned to practice today. So, I mean, that's good news because not that Minshew was bad, but I I kind of want Hurts to play because I need Devonta Smith to have a good game, and I feel like if if Hurts plays. I have an okay chance that that Smith has a good game. So, um, Rex Burkhead, he has a chance to play on Sunday, but not, dude, Houston's such a disaster. I don't even know. I'm just sad because I have to play David Johnson in a league, and I don't like it. it makes me sad. Yeah. Uh, in last night's game, tight end Donald Parham and very scary injury look. You know, he was carried off on a stretcher and. His arms were kind of shaking uncontrollably as they were taking him off the field. Um, they held him in observation at UCLA last night, but they said that he just has a concussion. He's actually feeling a lot better. He's alert and should be discharged from the hospital today. So yeah, that's great. That was weird because it it was it was a really odd whole situa- situation, right? Mm-hmm. Like he didn't get hit. He hit his, I understand he slammed his head on the ground pretty hard and that's what caused it, but it didn't, it didn't look like that. It hit that hard, but I mean, obviously you can't tell how hard something actually hits on video always, but it didn't look like it at first glance. And even in the replay, it was like, okay, he did hit his head on the ground, but it didn't, it didn't look like it was that crazy, but you know, and then, and then the next weird thing is like the cameraman, like zoomed in on this knocked out guy's face. Mm hmm. In the game, I don't know if you saw that part of the game, but like they just zoomed in. I was like, "That's weird," because the NFL usually tries to not. Yeah, they don't like to like show that kind of stuff. Like they'll show like, "Oh, hey, this person's injured. Here's where he pulled his hamstring." But they like typically like like when Dak Prescott broke his ankle, they were like, "Hey, we're not going to show you this." You know? Yeah, well, like, like they showed it like live, and then I think like one replay, but then they were like, don't yeah. watch this. It's disgusting. Yeah. They stopped showing it. And it, it was just, one, it, that caught me, caught me off a little bit, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad he's, you know, relatively okay. Cause I had high hopes for him. Well, it's scary to see a guy get carted off like that. And his hands are just shaking like that. Like, you know, cause then you're thinking like, you know, Ryan Shazier and some of these other players that, had potential career threatening neck head injuries. So and and like you yeah, said, I, I I was very excited for his career because he was looking like he could be something special in a in a couple of years. Um he's really been coming along lately. So Well yeah, he very that, much that, still has that possibility. Yeah, uh, I mean you just, you just hope that you know he's able to recover from this and kind of get back going. 
Yeah, so get get better. Uh, moving on. Nick Sirianni says that Miles Sanders and Jordan Howard are ready to rock and roll this Sunday or whenever the fuck their game is because games are moving around everywhere, so I don't even know now. Um, oh, it's Tuesday. There we go. They're, they're one of the Tuesday games. Uh, the Browns Raider game has been changed to Monday, so we now have a doubleheader on Monday. So Monday night is going to be Raiders at Browns at 5 p.m., and then Vikings at Bears at 8.20 p.m., which I believe those are Eastern times. Yeah, those Probably. have to be Eastern. The NFL usually releases Eastern time. Schedule. Yeah, because they got the West Coast bias, man. They don't like us out here. Good. <laughs> um, yeah, so the Seahawks, Rams, and Washington football team Eagles are going to be on Tuesday now, so we're going to have some Tuesday night football. Um, and that's actually all I have for news. Uh, Swift and Mitchell both been ruled out. I Elijah think Mitchell's Swift out? Was, yes. Nice. Really sucks because I, mean, I was going to have to play him. But hopefully I mean, Chase that Edmonds sucks. comes back and I can use him. I don't know. Tough spot. But that's good but for yeah. me because that means I could pro- – ah, You know what? Here, let me ask you a question. Would you play Jeff Wilson or would you play David Johnson? God, the problem gross. I'd, I'd play Jeff Wilson just because the offense is better, but he has not looked good. I was going to say, I, I actually straight up might just go David Johnson because, fuck, Jeff Wilson hasn't shown much. Yeah, he's looked bad. It's weird because, like – What's his fucking name? Shanahan there or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, was like so hell-bent on like not choosing a running back for a long time. And then when Wilson came in and Mitchell was out, he was like, oh, yeah, we're going to use Wilson this whole time. But like why didn't they use Hasty once Mitchell started sucking? Or not Mitchell, Wilson. Mm-hmm. Like they stuck with him and he just wasn't looking good. Um, But... I don't know. I thought I just thought that was odd. Like he was just fine changing it until I might play Wilson. Jeff Wilson just because David Johnson's had like one good game, and he oh god, and then Rex Burkhead might play. Oh, it's just a mess. I I'd I'd say Wilson. <laughs> I wouldn't be happy about either option, but at least Wilson's like on a more high powered offense, mm-hmm. and has the potential to get like garbage time carries when they're ahead where True. Houston probably won't be ahead, so they're probably going to end up reverting to passing a lot. So it's just it's gross, but I understand how you can uh, At least I got a couple do, days. To, you know? I got a couple days to think about it. So, all right. It at least well, opens up an option for you. Yeah. I'm not I was I I was so upset that I thought I was forced to play David Johnson that I wasn't happy about it. So, at least now there's there's options out there. So, all right. Let's go ahead and take a look at the rest of your games for week 15. Um getting you guys hopefully you guys are faring much better than i am in in a league so uh starting off we got the 10 and 3 arizona cardinals taking on the 111 and 1 detroit lions arizona favorite of minus 13 over under 47 and a half um you know you play you play kyler obviously deandre hopkins out so actually i like christian kirk with hopkins out i i think he's gonna have to step up in a major way aj green might be a sneaky uh, guy, but my question is the running backs. So James Conner, man, if he plays, he's going to be a top ten running back easily. But and same thing, Chase Edmonds could be big too. But I'm just kind of concerned because 
rumor has it they they should be playing, but definitely monitor those players very closely because great matchup. But yeah, I, I my guess is they're both going to be active. I have a slight hunch, and this is just a hunch. There's no reason to like. There's been nothing said that makes that makes me think this. My guess is Edmund's going to get more work. He's not because he's anything other than the fact that he's been on the IR, so his injury is probably like fully healed. Where James Connor's kind of a little banged up. Mm-hmm. There's no, it's it's not like a crazy tough matchup for him. There's no implications for their their playoff destiny. They might just be give James Connor a little bit of a break. That being said, James Connor's going to get the red red zone work if he's there. So and that's all he needs. So I think you can play be, both of them. Don't be mad if you see a lot of Eno Benjamin though, because Arizona's you know they're they're playing for the playoffs now. So right, but. yeah. I'm you know, the most excited thing I'm about for the, this team right now is like I really think that Zach Ertz is going to get a step up. I think that yeah. he'll get more of an increase than than Kirk and Green. Well, yeah, I mean, he, he's been a very viable part of this offense ever since he came along uh, midseason. So he, he could be he could be great. So I, I agree with you on that. I mean, you know, we, we all have Ertz in the top 10, but, you know, he for, for all we know, he could be a top seven tight end, you know, now with the uh, with the news that D-Hop is out for the foreseeable future. Other side of the ball, I'm not playing anybody on Detroit. You know, Hawkinson's yep. out, Swift is out. Jamal Williams is probably out still with the COVID herpes. Like, I mean, the only player, maybe Amon Ross St. Brown, just because of, of the involvement, but realistically it's the, it's week one of the playoffs. I don't know if I want to rely on that. Well, I think that's, that's going to be my first question, but if you're on a team, that's, this is all, this is something I'm going to probably say the next three weeks. If you're on a team that's leaning towards having to play Amon Ross St. Brown, you probably aren't, in a fantasy game for the playoffs. Yeah. Although I do agree with you. He, he probably has like the coolest name in the NFL right now. It's a sweet name. I, the, I don't know. I saw a name. I don't know who it was. Cause it was some backup. I'll have to look it up if I could find it. Well, <laughs> I'll just tell you his first name. I don't know his last name. He was a cornerback. I don't even remember what team he's on. First name, Jack rabbit. Nice. <laughs> Although I did like who? What's the one guy? Uh, little Humphrey, little little Lamar Humphrey. Yeah, I I do like that. That's a pretty cool one. Ha, ha Clinton Dix. You know, if he was ha, still Clinton, in the league, that that was a great one, name one of the too. best names ever. And he was a great player. He was good. I don't know why, but where did he go? Like, did he just like I'm over I think he it just fell off the face of the earth. I wonder if he's still on a team and just sitting there somewhere, or if yeah, he retired. Maybe. But all right, moving on. Eight, nine and four Cowboys taking on the four and nine New York football giants. Dallas favorite minus 11 over under 44 and a half. You play Dak, you play CD lamb, Mari Cooper Schultz. My concern though is, is Zeke mostly Zeke really? Cause Zeke clearly isn't healthy. Like it, you can't even argue that it, it sucks. Cause his opportunity, like, okay, uh, th- this actually affects me directly. So in a league, I have Zeke and James Robinson, and I'm going to play James Robinson over Zeke. It's a good matchup. I totally get it. But Zeke's 
snap shares just been going down and down and down. He's not rushing the ball as much as he, you know, he's not getting the 20 plus carries. He actually hasn't had more than 14 carries in the last five weeks. So, I mean, he hasn't had more than 20 carries since week five. So it's just Zeke's usage is going down, even without Pollard. Pollard didn't even play last week. We just saw a lot of Corey Clement out there. So I, I think, I don't know. What do you think with Zeke? I think it depends upon your options. Like in your situation where you have James Robinson, James Robinson also has a favorable matchup playing Houston. Mm-hmm. So like I would lean Robinson there. I think this is one of those things where it's going to be like a start, a start sit type question because depending upon who you have, that would very much impact whether I say you would play Zeke or not. That's true. Not, not everyone's afforded the opportunity to have, you know, like I said, like I have James Robinson to pivot to. Um, I also have Javante Williams in that league that I got late. So, right. I mean, that I, being I, said, Oh, sorry. That being said, the Zeke's not the worst option out there. He has got a lot of touchdown upside still. I I think, I think if, if he's like, you know, if he's clearly your best option, I I think that you could be comfortable with it. You'd have to have a pretty good pivot option to not play him. Yeah. But just, you know, I, I'd say lower the expectations. Um, I had him ranked the lowest out of all three of us, but we all had him outside that top 12. So it's just, he's not quite the Zeke of old. Yeah, but he's definitely dropping a little bit. Yeah. Other side of the ball, Saquon. That's it, right? Yeah, that's all I'd comfortable with yeah and even and then it, like i don't, it, I don't even, even like that, it's like oh was zeke or saquon who's he starting i honestly i'd probably go saquon just because i i think the potential cat receiving upside i'd probably do the same not only the receiving upside but ezekiel elliott seems to have somebody take more of his role regardless of if it's tony pollard or Corey clement where Booker comes in to relieve Barkley once in a while, but not very often. Yeah. But, yeah, like, I just, yeah, I'm not playing. You play Barkley, and that's it. Like, I'm not interested in anyone else on the Giants. Yeah, me either. And it, the, only, the one thing I will say, which I'm not interested in starting either, is Kyle Rudolph is a better option than Evan Ingram. Yes. Rudolph like actually didn't the look too bad last week. And receiving yards last week. Don't start him. But yeah. he's a better option. Yeah. Uh, moving on. I guess, oh, this is actually going to be a Tuesday. Wait. Is Washington on Tuesday now, or is that the Saturday game? This is Tuesday. This is a Tuesday game. This is a Tuesday. Yeah. I, dude, I forgive me. I'm. It's confusing because everything just, I just, you know, we just found out about this a little bit ago, so. Yeah, you can't but, be, they can't be upset. <laughs> the listeners can't be upset. We just learned. <laughs> um. So on Tuesday, this game will be Tuesday, but you got the six and seven Washington football team taking on the six and seven Eagles. Eagles favorite at minus six and a half over under forty four. I'm sure this. Over, actually, I looked a little bit ago because when I heard that Taylor Heineke was out too, I was going to place a, a pretty large sum bet on Philadelphia to win, but um, they pulled the odds on this one. So I, I think Vegas is going to reconfigure this one, but. Um, yeah, I guarantee, I guarantee it. They might not even let you bet on it. They might just close it. 
Yeah, there's that's I should have gotten in on that earlier. Anyways, um, you play Gibson, but you know, be aware it, it's going to be a tough matchup, especially because you know Terry McLaurin might not play. You know, so and then they're going to have a third string quarterback coming in. So I, I think Gibson, you play Gibson, but ooh, it's going to be tough. Um, if McKissick, if McKissick's back, you can probably play McKissick just purely because, you know, Washington's probably going to be behind in this game. Um, so he could definitely have his passing upside there, but I'm not even sure if McKissick's going to be playing. Um, so just, just be aware of that. But on the other side of the ball, uh, Philadelphia, Jalen hurts. He, you know, this could be a good matchup for him if he's if he's back and healthy. So you go ahead and play him. Running backs, if Sanders is a full go, so you can play Miles Sanders. Devonta Smith, you know, he's like a wide receiver, two, three, somewhere in there. So you can go with that. And uh, Dallas Goddard. So. Yep, I agree. My Devonta Smith's weird because he's like a wide receiver, two, three, but he does have wide receiver one upside. I know, and I want that wide receiver one upside this week, please. Right. Were, were you in agreement with Sanders, the, go I ahead. Well, Go ahead. I was going to say, like, what about the Washington? So just Gibson? Maybe Rick, Ricky Seals-Jones? I'm starting – well, no, I'm not starting Ricky Seals-Jones in that league because you picked him up, you bastard. You spent yeah, I did, it so, I did it so you couldn't get him. I hope I have he does three tight ends on and, <laughs> uh, I even put money on it, too. And I was like, no one's going to bid on this guy, you fucker. Um, it's okay. Um one thing I will say is I put Miles Sanders at 42, and that was my expectation. That was he was going to be limited or not a full go. So probably closer to an RB2. Low On wa- Washington side, just Gibson, right? Because I don't think McLaurin plays. I, I think he might be out. I don't think he plays either. Yeah, I'd say just Gibson. But even then, Gibson, it's kind of a scary matchup. Well, and you got to think, too, Heineke might be out. So, Yes. But it kind of also is like, even if McLaurin plays, like, do you want him with a backup quarterback? Uh, maybe, terrible. Maybe not. <laughs> All right. Moving on. This game's gross. Six and seven Falcons taking on the seven and six 49ers. 49ers favored at minus nine over under at 46. I, I think San Francisco wins this game probably and probably quite easily too. not easily, but they'll win this game. But uh, for Atlanta, you start Cordero Patterson, I don't even know if you can – I mean, you don't have a lot of options. But I feel like Kyle Pitts is at that point now where you can't – like, I don't even really want to play Kyle Pitts anymore, like, if, if you can afford to. Like Kyle Pitts might be one of the biggest busts so far. I'm not Allen Robinson bad, but the people picked Kyle Pitts in, like, the first five rounds. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, he's a – let me see real quick. I'm going to look him up. He's tied in nine – in standard eight in PPR, so he's not bad. But you know, the eighth tight end pick in your drafts was probably in like the ninth, tenth fantasy round. Like that's where he should have gone. Mm-hmm. Like five rounds too early, still. You know. Yeah, but uh, you know, then Mike Davis, he might be a sneaky play. You know, especially if you're desperate. He, he's been getting a little more involvement over the last two weeks. You know, uh, he had a rushing touchdown, but four for thirty-seven through the air two weeks ago than five for 42 last week through the air. So, you know, especially in a half or full PPR scoring format, not too bad, 
But I mean, I, I still love Cordero Patterson. I, you know, he's easily going to be waiver wire pickup of the year when we do our end of the year award show. Certainly, him and Hunter Renfro are really the only two mm-hmm. contenders there because they're so much better than any other waiver wire pickup. Elijah Mitchell, maybe. Although yeah. the consistency, he's been out though. a lot too. You know, yeah. I mean, he's been true. good when he's in, but he's been out a lot. That's true. Other side of the ball, Jimmy Garoppolo. He might be a nice streamer this week, especially if, if you're a little Lamar Jackson manager and you need a quarterback like in an absolute pinch, you know, Jimmy G could be pretty good this week. You know, Atlanta's allowing they're they're the ninth friendliest matchup for uh for quarterback, so that that's good. Um you just said Elijah Mitchell is out. So Jeff Wilson, gross, but I don't know. If you're like me in a situation you have to play him, then I guess yay. Trey Sermon's <laughs> on the IR, right? Yes. So there's no, no, there's nothing contending there. It's just, yeah. It's just going to be Mitchell or Wilson and Hasty. Yes. Yeah. But they don't seem to like Hasty. No, they don't. Which is weird. Um, Debo Samuel's an absolute smash start, and then George, K- God damn, George Kittle, you're so good. You know, uh, see George Kittle, his thing's just been health too. Like sometimes he just couldn't stay healthy either, and right. And me and you both rank George Kittle one. And we're wrong. Yeah, because fucking Kelsey showed us all last <laughs> night. He reminded you. I'll tell Although, you what, if if we're right, I'd be surprised and happy at the same time. Although I will say, Kelsey's now clearly in the stage where he's now the plotting tight end. He's no longer the. Uh, although I, I think his walk-off touchdown in overtime last night surprised him too, because he probably caught the ball and was like, "Well, I'm going to get tackled." Turned and he's like, "Hey, I see daylight." That was some of the worst defense I've seen in a single play. So bad. So bad. Okay, let's see. Moving on. Let's take a look at the Seattle Seahawks at that got erased. What are they? Where are you, Seattle? Oh, five and eight. Taking on the nine and four Los Angeles Rams. Rams are favorite, minus four and a half, over under forty five and a half. Russell Wilson, what a disappointment he's been for fantasy. You know, he he missed a lot of time with the broken finger, but just he's had, in my opinion, for what you drafted him, his expectations, he had one good week at quarterback. Every other week's just been a meh. But you still have to play him because it's Russell Wilson. But it's going to be tough from this week. You know, Tyler Lockett's out with COVID herpes. You know, so Rashad Penny, you could probably play him. He's going to be in like like low RB two range, high RB three. Um, DK Metcalf, talk dude, talk about another bust. DK Metcalf, what a disappointment he's been this year too. Yeah, I certainly, mean, and that's in direct. Well, what is it? It's Russell Wilson's fault. Yeah, but that kind of impacts each other, right? The fact that they both kind of botched. Yeah. So I mean, it just. You know, because you because DK Metcalf was drafted within the first two three rounds of every draft, and he has not been performing like a number one wide receiver. I mean, he's mixed in a couple good games here and there, but I mean, over his last uh, five weeks, four points, five points, one point, eight points, and six points for fantasy, and that's not what you want out of your number one wide receiver. Um, right, he's a wide receiver sixteen standard and twenty one PPR. Lately, it's been bad, though, you know, and yeah. 
the thing is, is like he's he's got inflated numbers because he's got some 26, 22 point games in there, but his floor is not what it once was. No, not not like because he could a couple weeks ago against Washington, which is a good matchup, one for thirteen. So, like, you see his floor. I mean, it's still DK Metcalf. He still has the opportunity to go five for 98 and two touchdowns, or you know. But he could go one for 13. So. Yes, yeah, certainly. And this is the Rams. It's not the most favorable matchup, really. No. It, this is a tough matchup. So, you know, just be – you know, you play Metcalf, but just be aware. So. Um, I mean, and then who knows, maybe with, with lock it out yep. – they're gonna have to really rely heavily on DK Metcalf. So. Yeah, that might help him a bit. Who knows? He actually he might have a great game. We we might be totally wrong. Other side of the ball, we got the Rams. You play Matt Stafford. Uh, I think Henderson's out because he has the COVID herpes. So if, if he's if he's out, I think you can play Sony Michelle. Cooper Cup's a total stud, so you can play him. Van Jeff. Okay, so Odell Beckham has the COVID herpes. Now, if, if Odell Beckham's back, you play him. If he's out, I actually think Van Jefferson is a good sneaky play. I, I like Van Jefferson if Odell's out. Well, I mean, you might even be able to play o, uh, Van Jefferson if Odell's in. I, I mean, he's been – I think he's had a touchdown the last two weeks in a row. So, let's see. Where's his game log? He's, actually, he's had, a, he's had a touchdown three weeks in a row. Yeah, as you see, I'm looking at it now. He's got, you know, depending upon your scoring format. Over 10 points for sure every game. Over 15 for two of the last three games. Seattle's not that scary of a matchup. If Odell's out, he's like almost a for sure start. But this dude is... Granted, it's it's very hit and miss, but he, he's in the top 30 wide receivers. Yeah. So, I, I like I said, if, if Odell's out, you play Van Jefferson... If Odell's in, you still might be able to play Van Jefferson. But I, he's, to me, he's a smash start if Odell's out. I like him so. And then, um, well, Tyler Higby's kind of gross, but I, I guess you can play him, um, even though he's been kind of disappointing this year. All right, moving on. We got your your fish six and seven New Orleans Saints taking on the ten three Buccaneers. Bucks favorite of minus eleven. I still like Taysom Hill. He's a good fantasy quarterback, even though he's. His stat lines are just been dog shit, but it, it's good for fantasy. He he's he's like a, a white version of Jalen Hurts. So because he runs, he gets rushing touchdowns. So that's fine. Love Alvin Kamara. That's probably it. I, I don't really. I'm not really interested. Yeah, that's it. One thing to keep an eye on though is Mark Ingram came back from the COVID list, but Sean Payton tested positive. I think. Yes. So. Keep an eye on Kamara and Hill because if they test positive tomorrow, they're gonna be in trouble. To you know, they won't be able to play. Like there's not enough time. Yes, so correct. Because that the would Sunday suck night. really bad. But this is the Sunday night. Yeah. Um, other side of the ball, you know, you already know the Bucks. You play Tom. You play Lenny. You play Godwin Evans. You play Gronk. Yeah, Lenny's questionable, but I think he'll play, and I think he'll be just fine. He actually returned. If he doesn't, pra- you can play with Jones, but you cannot if Lenny plays. Yes, but uh, I did read that uh, Leonard Fournette did practice today, so he's officially questionable for Sunday's game. 
Yeah, he should be fine. But Bruce Arian says he's going to play. So yeah, the, I, I I can almost guarantee he'll be fine unless there's yeah. some weird setback. But they don't. I don't even think they practice on Saturdays. Maybe a walkthrough, but not a practice. Yes. And then your Monday night, well, your first Monday night football game, which would have been your only Monday night football game. You got the six and seven Vikings taking on the four and nine Bears. Minnesota favorite at minus three and a half, over under forty four and a half. Good. Why? How is Minnesota favorite only a three and a half? I don't know. They should win this game by a lot more than that, but it's probably because they recently lost to Detroit, so that probably screwed things up for them in terms of their rankings. Yeah, I guess a little bit. I'd take Minnesota there, though. Heck yeah. Oh, all day. All day. Uh, you pl- I think Kirk Cousins, he's, he's, you, know, you play him, he's, he's been a top 10 quarterback for fantasy this entire season, so I like him. Um, if Dalvin Cook plays... Which I think he does. He's gonna be a top. You play Dalvin Cook. I mean, he 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 looked great last week against uh, Pittsburgh when everyone thought he's gonna be out. Where he ran for twenty seven carries, two hundred five yards, and two touchdowns. So um, he should be a full go. So you play Dalvin Cook. You play Justin Jefferson. Greg Ross did the spreadsheet wrong. I'll say I'm reading this. I certainly did not rank <laughs> Madison at number two. I think that he switched Cooks and Madison's rankings. So that threw me off because I was like, yeah. uh, then I thought They're maybe switched. I read something. I just, okay, that makes sense. All right. So yeah, you play Dalvin Cook, you play Justin Jefferson, KJ Osborne. You know, I, I agree with you. I think you can definitely play him. Um, if Thielen's back, you can play him, but I, I don't think he's going to play. If Thielen's back, you can play him, and you probably can't play KJ. Correct. KJ has had a couple good games with Thielen in, but not many. Yeah, well, the opportunity just isn't there if Thielen's there. So, like, the only reason why Osborne's had some fantasy-relevant games when Thielen was still around was because he ran for, like, a 50-yard touchdown, and, and that's what helped him. So, I just, and if Thielen's there, you know, the likelihood of that happening goes down. And then Tyler Conklin, you can probably play him. Uh, other side of the ball for the Bears... David Montgomery and maybe Darnell Mooney is is like a flex. Yeah, Moon, I'm comfortable with Mooney as a flex. Montgomery, uh, RB2. One thing I will say, though, is Justin Fields, as much as he's been a bad passer, he has the same – he has like – he's like a – similar to like a Taysom Hill, like – Granted, like, he played in Baltimore and he only had three fantasy points, but, like, the other games he's played the other uh, recently, I guess you should say, like, he's really turned that rushing on in, in that he has that rushing upside. He's pretty risky because he seems to be, you know, like, he's got a lot of games over 20 points, but he's got a lot of games under 10. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of there but if you're streaming or if you're desperate like the little, if you if you're the Lamar owner and someone else snapped Garoppolo not the worst option there just from yeah, his well, rushing upside. Well, uh, last week Green Bay has a much better defense than Minnesota and against Green Bay, you know, Justin Fields went through for 224 passing yards, two touchdowns, but he ran 9 times for 74 yards, which is really good for a quarterback. Yeah, and so. he could potentially get into the end zone on some of those rushes too. So just remember, I mean, Detroit. Detroit beat this team, so it's it's so Chicago could put up more points in theory. So, but you know what? 
that's the that's the games for you guys this week. Hopefully, you guys yeah. find some success this week in the first round of the playoffs. One thing, one thing. I have ranked Allen Robinson twelve thousand. He's going down. He's going down. Actually, he has COVID herpes, so he's technically out for this game. Oh shit! Does he really? I didn't even yeah. notice. Because <laughs> who pays attention to him anymore? Yeah, because no one fucking cares. So rank him twelve thousand and one because the COVID herpes. But it's just, you know, good luck out there, guys. We really hope you, you find success. Hopefully you're not like me in our home league where he has three players and he scored 70-something points with three guys, which is very disappointing for me. But but, yeah, but good luck out there, guys. You know, hopefully this helps. You know, we appreciate you guys. We love you. Thanks for the support. Get us on socials, Filthy F-Ball Show on Twitter, Filthy Fantasy Football Show on Instagram. Email us at FilthyFantasyFootballShow at gmail.com. And, again, thank you so much, guys. King Josh Josh the King. Fancy fish. Come be half the big room. Have a good one, y'all.